0: Welcome to Neon City Where the lights are bright But darkness looms Where Detective Jack Tracer Spends his evenings investigating The strange, eerie And unknown What secrets lay hidden Just beyond the street lamps Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. We last left Jack in hot pursuit of the perilous book in Ray's possession. Will Jack be able to uncover his indecent intentions? Find out in part two of our season finale, The Case of the Book of Death.
1: I drove to the Neon City Public Library as fast as I could. With the Black Knight's emblem in this book, only trouble could follow. I pulled up to the library and made my way up the steps, past the stone lions that guarded its entrance. I pounded on the door met the sweet face of Daisy Gillespie. She had her hair back in a bun and her glasses were pushed down to the tip her nose. She was even cuter than I remember.
2: Jack, thanks for coming.
1: Sure thing, though. Anything you need, I'm there. You look great, by the way. Like the Queen of Sheba. Hey. Uh, Sorry, Uh, the, the book?
2: Ray has it stored in his office. Ray has it, huh? Yeah, he's the one who found it.
1: I see. Well, why don't you have it? Aren't you the expert in these kinds of things?
2: I am, but Ray was pretty insistent that he hold on
1: to it. Matter of fact, any reason why?
2: Says he's worried about it being stolen.
1: But he wanted you to call me to look at it.
2: Well... Actually, I was the one that wanted to call you. Ray doesn't know that you're here.
1: Why didn't you just tell me that at the beginning?
2: I didn't want you to get the wrong idea.
1: Oh, I see. Sorry, Jack. No, it's, uh... It's fine.
2: Okay, well, Ray's office is just through here.
1: I followed Daisy down a long back hallway. The library is really quiet at night. I mean, I guess it's quiet all the time, but with so many tall shelves, long corridors, no light and plenty of space it to not be seen, it gave off a spooky vibe. We reached Ray's office and boy was it something to behold. The place was basically a small apartment, complete with fireplace and private bathroom.
3: Excuse me, I was just, uh... Daisy, I didn't know you were expecting a guest.
2: This is the gentleman I was telling you about, Detective Tracer.
3: I see. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Detective. Jack is fine. Jack, then?
2: I called Jack over to check out the book that we were
3: looking at. Oh. Well, forgive me for being so curt, but what would Jack know about an antique book? You and I are perfectly capable of looking it over ourselves.
1: The emblem found inside the book, it belongs to the Black Knight's cult. And they're dangerous. I'm well aware. Daisy was just telling me all about it. Did she tell you that I was the one that took them down here in the city a few weeks ago? So, you
3: took them down all by yourself? No. I had a partner with me. What was his name? Her name isn't important. Well, why isn't she here? Wouldn't she also be helpful in deciphering this book? That's not your concern, Ray. Jack. No, he's right. I apologize. Don't think me rude. This city has a reputation, you know, and I don't want something as unique and valuable as this book getting out there. Never know what trouble would follow. And that's exactly why
1: I'm here. May I see the book? Of course. Ray opened the safe, hidden behind a large painting on the wall, and pulled out the book thing was horrific to look at. Besides being bound in human skin, it had a gothic look about it. Small skulls were inlaid in the corners, and written on the front page, in blood-red, Libra de morte. How the hell did something like this even get made? Well, not quite Dr. Seuss, is it? I should say not. The emblem?
2: On page 13.
1: That's it, all right. I'll never forget it.
2: This book has to date back to at least the 12th century.
3: Ray, where did you find this? In our archives. Find stuff like this down there often? Sometimes. It's an old library, built well over a hundred years ago and has gone through several presidents throughout the years. Not all were the best at keeping records. Plus... We get hundreds of donations every year, some of which end up archived, stored, forgotten about, or thrown away.
1: But you happen to come across this tonight?
3: Yes. I was hoping to find one of these old donated books and give it to Daisy as a gift.
1: How long you worked here, Ray? About a year. And what
3: exactly do you do? I'm the director of archives.
1: So you're in charge of all the old books, I take it? I am but this one book you've never noticed before.
3: What are you getting at if you don't mind my asking?
1: Honestly, I'm the last person you'd ever see step foot in the library. Never been much of a reader. But a book like this, it would stick out like a sore thumb. And I'm just having a hard time believing that after working here a year, and your sole job is managing the antiques, you never once noticed this thing on the shelf.
2: Jack... Ray doesn't just walk up and down rows of shelves every night looking at book spines. He takes on a special project and will work on it for days or weeks. The archives are huge. It would take hours to cover the entire basement.
3: That's so. As you said, you're the last person to step into a library. The inner workings are more convoluted than just managing the antiques.
1: My apologies, I'm a detective, after all. I'm just trying to get all the facts. When I broke up the Black Knights, some of them got away. And they make up all aspects of the city. Lawyers, doctors, hell, even policemen. Who's to say they weren't also librarians?
3: I can assure you, I'm not a Black Knight or whatever they are called.
1: Well, if Daisy thinks you're alright, then I guess you're alright.
3: Here's your book. Thank you. No hard feelings? Of course not. You are only doing your job.
2: I'll see you out, Jack.
3: Have a good night, Ray. Jack.
2: What was that about? The nerve of you! <laughs>
1: Daisy, I-, I'm I was... just
2: starting to get back on my feet, and you decide to insult my boss?
1: Don't you mean your boyfriend?
2: Yes, that too, but... What is wrong with you?
1: There's no way that that book just showed up out of nowhere. It's too much of a coincidence. With what's been happening to me, I can't be too careful.
2: Well, it's not all about you, Jack. Come
1: on, Daisy. No,
2: I'm done. I regret calling you. God, why do I keep making these poor choices?
1: I'm sorry, okay? Just go. Well, you at least promise to call me if you get into any danger.
2: Yeah, sure.
1: Good night, Daisy. Well, that could have gone better. I need a drink. Hope the smoky cat's still open. Is that Ray? I saw Ray rounding the corner out of an alleyway next to the library. I could also see he had the book, the Libra de Morte, under his arm. I knew it. He's up to something, probably meeting the other Black Knights, that son of a bitch. I should warn Daisy, but I doubt she would even hear me out right now. My best bet would be to tail him and get some evidence. I ran to my car and began to follow him. I got you, Ray. I tailed Ray to the remains of the Fate Sisters Thread Factory. I hated this place. Ever since Sam... Well, I just hated it. I observed Ray getting out of his car and walking inside. Out of all the places to be, what could he possibly be doing here? This was getting too odd. The book, the House of Joy, the Fred Factory, the Black Knights, none of this could be a coincidence. And I fully intend to find out what exactly Ray was hiding. I got out of my car and walked around the back of the building. I climbed up a not-too-terribly-secure fire escape that led to the upper rafters of the building. From here, I got a great vantage point of Ray. He checked his watch, obviously waiting for someone, until I finally heard a pair of high-heeled footsteps making their way across the warehouse. It was a bit too dark to see who this broad was, and they were too far away to hear exactly what was being said, but after about... 15 minutes or so, the dame leaned in and gave Ray a kiss on the cheek, in that one brief second the moonlight hit her face and I could see exactly who this gal was. It was Red. They finished their conversation and left together in Ray's car. I had to tell Daisy what was going on. After the coast was clear. I walked a few blocks over to the nearest payphone. I tried calling both the library and Daisy's apartment, but no dice. So I decided to head to Daisy's apartment and wait for her there. I parked outside her place, which just so happened to be right next to the smoky cat. After a short internal debate, I now decided that I really, really needed a drink. Just one. Hey, Gus. I I mean, um... Louie? Jack? I'm sorry. I I just, uh... It's fine. What'll it be? Single malt scotch on the rocks. Coming up. Thanks. Place looks good. Just like its old self. Thanks. It took some work, but I think Gus would be proud. I'm sure he would. Working late? Not really... Just wait for someone.
3: Yeah, he came in earlier tonight looking for you. Guess you got your times mixed up. Who came looking for me? guy you're meeting with.
1: I'm not waiting for a guy, Louie. My friend Daisy lives just across the street, and I'm waiting for her to get home.
3: Oh. What
1: guy was looking for me?
3: I don't know, didn't catch his name. Kind of looked like a cop. Hickey? No, not Mickey. This guy wasn't Irish. A little older, too, about your age. Did he say what he wanted? No. Just asked if you were here, and when I told him no, he asked when you may stop by. I told him you don't really have a set schedule, but to maybe stop by a little later tonight.
1: What did this guy look like? I don't know. He just looked like a
3: fairly average guy. An average height and build That's it? Yeah. Oh,
1: he did have a large scar on his face. Left side? Yeah. You know him? No, but... I think he knows me. What do you mean? It's a long story. Did you hear that? Shit, Daisy.
2: Let go of me!
1: Hey, stop! Damn it. I gotta catch him.
3: The hell my engine fuck.
1: I'm sorry, Daisy. What's that on my windshield? An envelope to Jack. Your office. Dawn. Be alone. Don't worry, Daisy. I'm gonna find you.
0: With Daisy dispatched by some mysterious man, is there still time for Jack to unravel Red and Ray's real intentions? Find out next time. On Neon Nights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer.
1: Neon Knights, the Arcane Files of Jack Tracer, was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig. The episode The Case of the Book of Death was written and directed by Will Snyder and is an evil kitten production. Theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin McLeod. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Daisy Gillespie is played by Allison Kochanski. Ray Hollington is played by Tim Amos. Louie is played by Dustin Napier. And narration is done by John Patrick Wenzel. For more information on Neon Knights, please head to our website, evilkittenproductions.com. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Podcast, And follow us on Twitter at jack underscore tracer listen to all episodes of neon Nights. you can do so on itunes or your favorite podcast app as well as our website and finally fans if you like the show help us grow by liking sharing and subscribing to all episodes of neon nights thanks for listening